Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hitchcock. And I am Travis Moore. And this is the podcast where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And we are at Season 4, Episode 14, Nip Stuck. But before we get to it, Travis. Yeah? Last episode, remember the British explorer <laughs> yeah. guy? Yeah. yeah. And his, his name was I... Gordon Gilchrist. Yep. So I and remember I had said he only had one IMDb. Yeah. And I was like, that can't be right. So I looked it up. Indeed, I, I don't know what I was looking at. You guys got a very long, has had a long career as an actor. I uh, believe it. Yeah. Uh, but I noticed that the name, when I typed in Gordon Gilchrist, he wasn't the first one that came up. Gordon Gilchrist was the former clerk of the House of Commons of Canada, the Progressive mm-hmm. Conservative Party. And there's a lot more to him. Some scandal, some. Yeah. Pretty so, crazy. So that's a. I mean, they film in Vancouver. That's got to be on purpose, right? That's a deep cut. Oh, for sure. But I also think that this is a retroactively, this is a retroactive episode of how many Capones? Mr. Capone, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. Oh, my goodness. I, I, okay. Sure, you took me by surprise. I know that's okay. never happened before. I don't get to. I don't get to give that shout out ever. That's nice. Mm, I'm breaking the right. rules tonight. I'm breaking the rules tonight. I love it. Frisky. I love it. Now, see, and you've said in the past, how do you judge someone you've never actually seen? Mm-hmm. So obviously, this man was not only a politician, right, and uh, he was an he explorer. Was- and, and Canadian, okay. Canadian, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I do believe that that I, I'd have to, we'd have to go back and check the the tape. But I think I, I did say if this if this guy had been a real person, that I did. Would be, I would be I would be among the best. So yeah, I'd say like easy one and a half or two. I'd get one and a half Capones. Yeah, yeah. I love Gordon Gilchrist. Yeah, me too. Me too. Among the best we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and also. And we, we, we talked about this briefly last night uh, doing Mystery Titans Theater, which everyone needs to check out when uh, it gets posted. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sometimes, I don't know, man, it just feels like from our lips to Phil Clemmer's ears, because hmm. Reverse Flash, Eobard Thawne is appearing in a, in a, uh, in a scene or two yeah. in this upcoming season, in an episode or two. And now this character who was just featured on Flash this season as yeah. a big bad again, played by um, Tom, Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. And on Legends, the character's appearing and it is well, the one and only Matt Letcher is returning to the role. And remember, I used to say release right. the, the Letcher cut. Right. He's the best. Right. He's, he's the best. Yeah, he is. He is. That's interesting. I wonder well, I wonder a number of things. Like, what's the among the uh, what do you what do you call the DC TVU uh, like hardcore fan base? Um, who likes who better? Um, like, who generally is kind of seen as more of the you know the the Sean Connery of uh, Reverse Flashes among that culture, and also. Um, I can't remember what the other one was, but it'll it, it'll come to me. It's uh, the Gideon it, guy's influence, I think, man. Yeah, this is the first time. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Here's what I was thinking: is, is like if you're one of the if you're those two actors, ah. are they? How much are they knowing in advance? And is each one kind of like at this point, you've got to think it's a fucking coin flip, right? Well, like it has been. Who's Letcher. getting this extended? But that's Letcher, just 
He has yeah. he, he hasn't played the role since Legends season mm-hmm. two. That was season two. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It has been nothing but Kavanaugh since then. So it's been half a decade, basically. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I mean, that's uh, yeah. It's great. That's awesome. That, I didn't even know that was that big of news, right? But but how? how uh, well, often... it's not. It's it's not as big a news. But there's a there's a a, a small uh, fan base. That's what I'm wondering. That, that is, is like he's the best reverse Flash, and or maybe Kavanaugh was like, look, I just did it on Flash. Right. Go get go get. And, and wasn't isn't he already in Flash all the time, anyways? As somebody, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so so it's interesting that they they've had this kind of option. I I don't know. It's weird. I, like maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe like who knows? Like uh, yeah. the what where these producers' heads at? As, as yeah. from what we've heard from. Our, our buddy Dom, but also, as I said, from the opposite side of like in terms of ideological spectrums, um, Ruby Rose um, mm-hmm. didn't have the best experience yet. And it seems like there's kind of everything in between along the way. But um, who knows what these two actors, especially the, the, again, our, our, our guy uh, who's who's playing it. And for sure, he's playing reverse flash again. You say this. He's just not. It's, they're just not bringing that actor back. What do you mean? Kavanaugh or Letcher? Letcher. No, no. I mean, he just hasn't played the role in forever. And uh, but in this, in this, in this upcoming episode, is he for sure playing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him. He's Earbud Thon. It's Earbud Thon, and he's having to sit down with Sarah, and he's in okay. period clothes. Cool. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll actually get Kavanaugh, and then he'll uh, do the the face changing thing, and goes, "No, oh, maybe right. you're a little more comfortable with this one," right. or some shit like that. I mean, it's interesting to think about how I have this discussion piece if I ever meet another legends fan in my travels mm-hmm. and who do you like better as reverse flash or like anybody? legends fans will go with with matt i'll tell yeah. you what yeah interesting yeah i, I don't know that. if i mentioned this i'm going to mention this probably did you know I, I totally forgot he played one of the great villains in the movies he was the blonde cavalry officer in the mask of zorro the one with uh antonio, antonio banderas yeah wow oh man I've, I've 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 scrolled past that a couple times i can't tell if it's it's on like uh one of the streaming services and oh. i keep saying to norm like we should watch this and she's like, i oh. don't know I no the first the first one i know i know i've heard a lot of people so just really singing its praises including yourself uh, as, the, uh the second one is awful yeah it will yeah. be because um um uh anthony hopkins isn't in the second one right anthony right. hopkins is amazing in the in right the, right in the first one all right great well, stuff we're not here to talk about mask of zorro no we are here to talk about legends of tomorrow nip stuck we're rounding the corner season to the four, end of episode the season. 14 yep and uh, only two episodes left this is the setup for the two-part finale pretty much mm-hmm. and uh, i do have the netflix synopsis this and time go nuts, pal after setting a trap for the wave rider neron forces constantine in a showdown with an ancient celtic king gary nipnotizes the time bureau Shit. like oh man this is a this is among the uh, uh, better um, better episodes of the season for sure. But I hate the advertising. Oh, it. I love it's, it's one of my favorite. It's one yeah, of my favorite. Ones. It. It's my it. favorite I thing. I, oh, I just hate goodness. the worst. Like the the use of the eyeball and stuff is fine, and like her like like chowing down on it later. But uh, that's just that, that it, dude, that's like bromance to me, right? You know what I mean? Bromance. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the same sort of cringe kind of. 
Isn't there another? Uh, I'm sure there. There's there's uh, new age portmanteaus that you don't care. Oh, like Vincel. It's like Vincel to me. Hypnotizing. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, you just it's the term hypnotizing. Yeah, you don't like? yeah, yeah. That's the only thing they just got, and they and they they really leaned into it by the end. But otherwise, I, I mean, I'll say it right now, this is this is um, the them at their campiest, mm-hmm. and and just and and but also like plot driven and and really compelling stuff and great performances for the most part Mm, for Um, the most part yeah even i'll even say this and i will let's just say i mean ramona young Mm -hmm. not great in this episode but but you know who but you know who was great in this episode is fucking wolfie yeah sissa gray Gray, i looked her up i want to make sure i'm pronouncing that right and i i guarantee that's who um uh when i talked with paul lazenby before about doing stunts on this on this show that that's uh um who he really wanted to make sure we gave props to it is it is yeah yeah she's uh it it looks awesome yeah i mean she was for sure yeah i was just thinking i was totally thinking that watch it was like tamina remember last year when tamina snuka had her wrestlemania moment out of nowhere (laughs) yes yes you know this was this was wolfie's wrestlemania moment of this season all that shit just to get to this good i loved wolfie in this me too me too all, all right. right so we start at the donner pass uh way 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 in the past mm-hmm. with uh constantine and nire mm-hmm. and it's the funny gist- that they call it the donner pass way back then it was not called the donner pass is it true it some, what would soon be known what would eventually be known as the yeah, donner the, pass. yeah. no they, they can't you know, that's a lot of chirons i know i know i know <laughs> <laughs> The artist formerly the art yeah. the artist yes, soon to be yes, known as yes, the Donner Pass. The pass. <laughs> uh, I think I could have pulled it off. So just as Neron wants Constantine to open a portal he- uh, to hell to bring Tabitha there. And mm-hmm. Constantine, and this is nice too, because a lot of this is Constantine just assuming things. Cause he's like, ah, okay, I get it. If she uh, comes through hell uh, that way. She doesn't need a human vessel. He's still assuming it's a fellow demon. Right. And, and there's payoff to that at the end that I really love. Uh, <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Oh, well, you, you know, <laughs> let me just say, Brendan Routh is a lucky, lucky man. Yes, oh, yes. All I'm I saying, we're, get, we're going to get to it. I knew you were thinking. <laughs> Usually that's, you got to search pretty, pretty far on the internet, pretty late at night to find that kind of action. <laughs> so Constantine asks him what's uh what, what what are you doing Gary and he's like he's taking care of business he sure is and uh, at the time bureau they do this bit where Nora takes the bad uh ID pick mm-hmm. that was kind of silly and and uh, but all I thought was not as bad as my old one yeah. I have I have to look I'll I, I know I saved it I'll find yeah. it that'd be great I will show you this I look like a child molester and it, it's it's the, it's the worst picture in the world i look oh, like you're a just criminal. Reminding me, you're reminding me like i sent off a, a passport application quite a while ago it should be getting in here soon uh, thanks thanks for that <laughs> oh there you <laughs> go like, thanks. i knew when we, when we said i had it here in colorado for like a decade and when we, any anytime we would do the old um uh the contest of seeing who has the worst uh 
a driver's license picture i'd always get this big smile and like check this shit out and flip it yeah, down like it was awesome. a royal flush right. and be like oh include that one include that in the tweet for the for the show and the, the if i could find it well, well dude, you can, it's, the, we it's the worst that's awesome <laughs> they made me take off for some reason they take off your glasses like what why and in colorado you have to take off your glasses getting your picture taken in new jersey right. you leave them on to show the cops you're supposed to be wearing glasses right so i'm like trying to stare all, all and then like hey, put put your head down and shit and squeeze your chin in it's it's the most ridiculous thing i've you ever end up looking like uh tony lister <sighs> is it or like a, a tiny uh, like, the eye was i had one eye up one eye down it's i looked it's the shiftiest looking motherfucker you've ever seen it's the, <laughs> so ava gives nora all this paperwork uh it says, like, look, you know, you can't go get Ray. We don't know where he is, and you, you need to prove you're a team player. And she's proud of her. And she walks into her office, and uh, Gary's uh, enchanted evil nipple has also completely changed his personality, too. It's taken yeah. over him. Mm-hmm. And he's asshole Gary. And he's in Ava's chair, and he's like, hey, babe, playtime's over. And I got I got to tell you, yeah, I love Adam Checkman's performance as douchebag like, Gary. In this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the loose tie. That's a really nice touch. Mm-hmm. So I figured that out um, on set. Uh, that 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 does so much of the heavy lifting here for somebody who has the physical appearance that he does, right? Um, and and I don't mean that in any sort of. Oh, I get it. He's a rubber way, faced right? comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's just a, a weird thing I noticed that I think. Uh, really goes a long way in, in mm-hmm. and and he's got a real nice swagger yeah you're right this is uh, among the you know the least cringy uh performances we've seen from him in a while but, but for sure thing is, and, he's and totally think, playing yeah, those... a, he's, he's playing a cringy character though you yeah. know like yeah. yeah oh big time uh so on the wave rider sarah's like well neuron must need constantine alive when uh we'll find him when the mag- magic commenter goes off and picks up constantine using magic Mick already starts uh, making it clear he thinks Ray's done and he's gonzo. All right. So uh, while they're announcing stuff, this, again, I mentioned this before. It always makes me giggle a little bit inside when Gideon is delivering like bad news or gross stuff and is always perky, no matter what, how, how terrible the message is. It happens here and it makes me fucking laugh every time. Hmm. <laughs> so weird. It's so weird because sometimes she shows emotion and concern, and other times she's like, "Yeah, this is where there was uh, this the Jonestown massacre. It was quite something, right? Yeah, yeah, interesting." <laughs> so Ava comes out at the Time Bureau, and she now uh, she tells everyone that performance reviews are going to be done to, by, uh, to everybody, uh, done by Super Agent Gary Green, and this is where he just enters all dude. She's like, "Hey, babe, how my yeah. baby's doing?" Yeah. Thanks, yeah. doll. Yeah. You know, just and Mona is talking to this other agent, like, what the fuck is going on? And when it was on the IMDb, I saw the name of the character is yeah. Agent Agent Neil McNeil. <laughs> just, uh, that's too bad. Neil but, uh, McNeil. But he was good. I'm checking his name. James Cop. Uh, he was good. Yeah, he's appeared on Supergirl and Batwoman. Um interesting oh so he's uh looks like he's uh does he appear again yeah he's in uh, terms of service that's the next one yeah cool 
Yeah, no, he was uh like he fit right in. Like he seemed like like somebody I I'd, I'd expect to see for more than uh, just the two episodes. That's why I was just giving him a click here. Well, now, well, this is a. I said it before. This is the the end of the time bureau. Uh, there's no more time bureau after right, this. Right, so. right, right. Got it. Uh, but uh, Mona like questions uh, Ava. She's like, "You sure about this?" And uh, then we get to hear the 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 phrase that haunts your haunts your ears all throughout this. Gary Green is all the man we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty great, man. Pretty great. I love it. I love it. Me, this, me I, really, I, I really enjoy this one. Uh, Constantine is still freezing with uh, Nirang, and uh, uh, Nirang's got a knife. And Constantine's like, yeah, go ahead and kill me. And he's like, no, it's for fucking Ray. And, uh, and Constantine's like, come on, Ray, snap out of it. But Ray is gone. He is in hell. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, which is a neat touch because oh so mick was kind of right but they didn't know that at the time right uh so he's like oh this knife's not for you and he starts slicing the slicing his own throat and constantine turns it into a feather yeah that was dope yeah yeah but the whole the whole point was he's like i can manipulate you into doing magic gotcha Yeah. yeah and i want to just mention it I love Brandon Routh's Neuron performance. Me too. He's me so too. the two of them in the scene. The setting is so fucking good too. For the backdrop of them in this like freezing cold, the uh, uh, Arctic tundra. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome, man. Really great. So this is like this is like Star Trek. Uh, this is totally Star Trek. Mm. But from what we were cutting back and forth between here and, and what they were getting into and how they were getting out of it. Like it's still got that that legends charm, um, but but this feels like a Star Trek episode, man. Even like the medieval stuff, like felt like something that we'd see on like the holodeck mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Really, oh yeah, I really liked it. Or on Voyager, somewhere out there, some weird planet on Voyager. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Comparing my favorite show, current show, to Star Trek is like always. A compliment I know, I know. I'm eyes, you know that way, right? <laughs> like, but wow, I, like, yeah. and you know that that my, I, I, admittingly, I have a, a limited Star Trek, but I know what works. I, limited Star Trek knowledge, but I know mm-hmm. what works. I know when it clicks. Like, I know great Next Generation episodes, and this yeah. felt like a, like, this felt like it, it fit right in with those. And it really, in all of the mess that was going on with them having to change stories midstream, mm-hmm. this is the episode to tie it all up and head into the finale and i think they do a really good job with it i mean there's there's a few little things to goof on but that's what's great about the show mm-hmm. uh, like uh why is there why is there straw yeah uh, why do they have straw for that fucking egg and shouldn't they have had more straw for that <laughs> fucking egg what the fuck was that what they could get you yeah. give us not enough straw you're all- yeah yeah that egg that egg is a big uh it's a big egg it's a big <laughs> egg that just kind of hangs out there a lot yeah and they're acting like it's their it's parents i know and uh yeah. and uh it is cute when they're like oh i think ray will love it because nate still has hope that ray's out there oh he even names it nate names it wixtable or something which yeah yeah you. i mean we'll, and we'll, we'll get to that yeah 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 like there's times when when their stuff is has been uh their kind of versioning or, or whatever you want to call it relationship that, mm-hmm. that's kind of evolving here has been cute and charming at times and at times it's been pretty cringy and today i think their stuff specifically was pretty cringy well they literally have when like oh we got it look we need to keep this i need to point this out now look we need to keep this egg warm you know 
or else the dragon will die. You know that. The egg that was found in a block of fucking ice, it's already yeah. dead. Yes. <laughs> Bizarre. Bizarre. So, you know, and they have her like putting it under her shirt, like, oh, look, yeah, there's par- yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, wow. They're trying hard, like, especially, uh, especially Xano. Xano's you know, trying his best, but mm-hmm. the material, material is what it is. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, skip that. So Gideon alerts the team because uh, Constantine uses magic. So uh, that was the other uh, plot that Neron had. He wanted the legends to come there because that's because it, it's a trap. And genius, genius. Yeah, man, I love that scene too. That did feel like Star Wars. It felt mm. like, and I, we'll get to. It. I don't want to give it away. Yeah. Uh, too much but it's like it's totally like remember chewy that chewy recognizes that uh that something's uh amiss just before mm-hmm. they go into the it's nate Cloud city yeah yeah that's nate yeah oh there, this one's <laughs> well no this one literally has star wars stuff in it there's yeah yeah oh yeah the reference during that game dude i want to talk about that game when we get to it but oh yeah and there's also when uh sarah says never tell me the odds gideon there's a whole uh, lot yeah. of star wars yeah. in this one yeah. um especially Ooh. here because we're talking about when because the wave rider doesn't just fucking hover it lands in the ice just right. with like guns right on them and it, that yeah. looked very yeah. star wars totally mm. dope yeah for sure and uh but they're not sure what to do constantine's like go ahead and fire get nate's of course thinks something's wrong mick and mick takes the initiative and says fire and mm. it near on and constantine blink and it's a fucking avalanche and the and it, the CGI of the avalanche, I thought it looked great. I yeah, thought it looked yeah. really I good. Thought, I thought CGI for this whole episode was good. Even like uh, even for the uh, like the kind of pit into hell there, um, I thought that looked just mm. fine in terms of, again, I, I think that looked total uh, next generation uh, style, mm-hmm. um, which is never, which is not bad. Like I, I think next generation. Um, uh, well, next generation didn't have a lot effects. of didn't have a lot of cgi but, didn't but when CGI, they did actually. like it looks fine it it still looks fine when you when you watch it so i like i thought i don't know it just it felt like it uh it felt good yeah, don't watch, don't watch it, it don't watch seasons one or two of next generation though okay. <laughs> <laughs> as far as i mean they, they they're doing their best man but it is all on a lot you know yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Right. and practical they they weren't spending a lot of money on that show quite yet mm. There's a really fascinating documentary about like the first year or two of that show and uh, what a goddamn fucking nightmare it was. Right. Interesting. <clears throat> so you can be talking about Star Trek and I just go yeah, off on like, fucking I Star know, Trek, you know. So they're under tons and tons of ice. Nothing works. They can't blink out. And they had already mentioned about uh, the Donner Pass, that they were going to the Donner Pass. Gideon uh, delivered all the exposition on it. So, which leads to one of my favorite scenes ever, and it's only one line read. And I wonder how many takes Dom had to give it because it's a oneer close up that swings up to Dom as he turns around dramatically and says, "Nobody is turning me into beef jerky." Yeah, how many takes of that ridiculous fucking line? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dom, we just need a little more. We need a little more gravitas. It popped the. I'll say it. It popped sixty-seven percent of the room, at my place. Oh yeah, sixty-seven. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's uh there's there's only three people in this room. Well, Nora, no, I, Nora I, has no I, idea what the fuck Donner Party means or what. Be, oh, okay. Nora, Nora said 
I like beef jerky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Sarah tries to send a message to Ava, who ignores it because she's been hypnotized. And okay, I won't use the term anymore. I'll come up with something else because I love it. But (laughs) um, Gideon tells the team that it'll take over 11,000 years for the ice to melt. So they cut down to reserve power and Nate and Mick are arguing and uh, Mick's like, hey, there's rules around here. When a team member goes dark, you take them out. Except for all those times where they didn't take me out when I went dark. But we're not going to talk about any of that. Right. <laughs> I mean, I do uh, for the for the episode. I don't care. Like for the episode oh, I like that, I like that he has that uh, philosophy. And that would be like uh, from his criminal background as well. or something. Sure, like sure. And Sarah's pissed off at Mick and says, hey, all right, you're with me. So we're at, uh, Constantine and Neron are in the Celtic village in 55 BCE. And I meant to ask you, I'm not familiar with BCE. Yeah. What is that? Um, well, you're a learned man. I, I, I've never heard it myself. Hmm. Um, Bell Canada Enterprises. Ah, the, I see. Uh, it's a publicly traded holding company for Bell Canada, which includes telecommunication providers and various mass media assets. Under oh, oh, do they have a Stonehenge? Uh, it's before the common era. That's what it means. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, so they're hiding in these cloaks. And uh, Constantine is like, look, if I could bring people from hell, I would. I would get Astra here. And uh, Neron's got a plan, though. And he's like, oh, well, you'll learn here from a king. So the king and his hunting party arrive. And the king is a dead ringer for Constantine. Yeah. It's Matt yeah. Ryan, of course. Yeah. But... And it's totally uh, the Witcher. That's who he looks I know. Like. He looks like the Witcher. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, I, I, I know a lot more about the video game than I do the series. But I know that uh, Caviezel's. And I know a lot of people watch it. Um, it's, it's, it's not yeah. Caviezel. Caviezel's gone nuts. Henry Cavill is who Oh, Henry Cavill. Go. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> not, 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 please don't. <laughs> I'm confused in Christ figures. <laughs> Superman, Jesus. That's right. That's right. They both died and come back in the movies. Exactly. Oh man, and Alex Ross. All of all Alex Ross's art is always uh, the Kingdom Mm -hmm. Come is all about. Isn't that what? Pretty much. It's more or less. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of the iconography looks like. I go look. If if there was a church with stained glass windows of Alex Ross, the shit from uh, Kingdom Come, I'd be going to church every Sunday. Yeah. No shit. photorealistic stained glass that'd be tough mm-hmm. that'd be tough mm. so uh, we, we find out that this is constantine's ancestor but not just any ancestor he's the one who started any magical bloodline uh, in the constantine family uh and uh, also we find out he's the reason why there was a rift uh initially between uh, humans and magical creatures and the way i, I noticed something they decided on magical creatures and the way every it's it seems so shoehorned in every now and then like well magical creatures this and magic it, it, it sounds like wwf speak you know <laughs> no <laughs> these yeah. repeated terms i don't for those right, who don't right. know there's certain the nearest the nearest medical has, facility nearest yeah. medical facility that shit it's like yeah magical creatures magical, magical creatures it's, it's over and over and over again my wrestling trained ear is fucking right, pick this, up, this right, one up. All right, sports entertainment. Uh huh. So Mona and Nora 
hanging out here and uh, Nora's having trouble because I did like this. She's trying to fill out her forms and she's like, oh, this is a pain in the ass because all the records say that I'm 15 and in a mental institution. And like she is at this time, her younger self is living in a mental institution because she's the time traveler. So right. That's kind of, <laughs> that was like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Cause she is right now. That's sure. fucking, that's neat. Interesting. It never comes up again, but it's right, just a little right. tip it's of that. It's just somebody who's rec- kind of recognizing, yeah. Hey, oh yeah, by the way, remember where we, where, yeah, where she actually is? Yeah, that's hilarious. That's some show Bible shit. Yeah, totally. So Mona's like, look, is telling her about Gary and, uh, and Nora doesn't want any trouble. And uh, I think then the guy walks in, uh, Neil McNeil. And uh, he says, Gary Green is all the man we need. So Nora's like, <laughs> all right, uh, something, something's wrong. I'll look into it. Yeah. So Sarah and Mick are chipping at some ice and Mick wants to blast it with his gun, but like that'll use up the O2. Yeah. And then Oh I, man, chipping at that, like give me a break. What, like, what I get doing? why they would cut to it, but like, what are you thinking? What a waste <laughs> of energy. I know. Oh my god. All right, come that's on. like that's like fucking Tim Robbins trying to get away with a spoon in the that's gonna take years, <laughs> lady. <laughs> fucking Shawshank. The funniest thing about this though is they're all wearing they're all wearing snart jackets. Yeah. And, and not just any snart jackets. They're wearing Leo from Earth X, the one with the, the yellow sable that has a bit more flair. Huh, and uh, and they point that out because Charlie says, like, oh, it's a good thing that snart bloke had extra coats. And he goes, this is delightful. And, and then she goes, and they're arguing. And she's like, was that sandalwood? <laughs> yeah, I love it. She's awesome, man. She's great. She's really growing on me as this goes. Is she still part of the cast in season seven? She not in season seven, but she okay. is in uh she's in next season, season five, and she leaves at the end of season five. Okay. And then comes back to direct. So you know, cool. she's still there in, in in a way. Interesting. So yeah, Sarah and Mick are arguing, and uh Sarah's like yelling at both of them about going to Romanticon. Where were you? Not on the wave rider here to help save Ray and Mix calling her shit. I was like, oh, wait, so you're the only one that has a fucking social life, you and your girlfriend? And nothing's ever your fault. They've a huge fight. First time we've ever actually seen them fight. Mm-hmm. Outside of season one, when they actually had a fight trying to kill her. Right, team. right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, we find out that they're at Stonehenge, you know. That's uh, so where they're going to have the ceremony here where King, uh, King Constantine, uh, King Constantine sounds like the name of a band leader, a jazz band leader in the 40s. King Constantine and his band. <laughs> Gotta get really dressed up for those shows. Mm-hmm. It, looks like, it's like a, it sounds like a classy affair. <laughs> Everyone's got, and it's like tux with tails, right? Everyone's wearing yeah. tux with tails at that show, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's going to show them this beast that he captured. And neon, like you, you drink champagne out of the like the glass, not mm-hmm. those flutes, not long flutes, but those old ones you'd see in mm-hmm. like Notorious from Hitchcock. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, it sounds like a great party, actually. <laughs> I'd like to see, I'd, I'd like to see an addendum to Ken Burns' jazz miniseries yeah. just on King Constantine, King Constantine and his influence. Yeah, you know, that that Burns documentary is all right, but how could he have ignored King Constantine? That's I know. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> really. So Neron explains that fear feeds magic. And that's what King Constantine is doing. Not with his music. That's delightful, but with his <laughs> magic. And that's how he's going to gain power. 
And Constantine's like, listen, if he's selling these, sending these things to hell, they must have deserved it. And I love Anirai just calmly calling out his bullshit. He's like, so what, you're, are you saying that everyone in hell deserves to be there? Like Astra and Raymond Palmer here and Tabitha? And just his, I, I just love Ralph. Again, I can't say enough. He just almost, he doesn't raise his voice once mm-hmm. until like the very end. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the creature, it's a puka. Which is, uh, I looked it up. It's an actual Celtic uh, mythological creature. Oh, really? Does it look mm-hmm. like that? So, I didn't. I didn't see a picture of it. Yeah. No one's actually called a. No one. You know, like, no one's actually. No one's, there's still no photographic on, evidence on of a puka. Mm-hmm. You don't say. No, I, I just like it. wonder if there's. I, remember, I mean, hey, there's I, drawings I, of Krampus, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if this is something that exists, there's probably a drawing of it. There was an episode of In Search of that scared the shit out of me uh, with Leonard Nimoy about the puka when I was seven years old. But <laughs> I can imagine that show could be scary sometimes. Oh man. yeah, oh Oof. yeah, big time. So. Constantine, he's like, oh, the king's just misinformed. Pukas are, 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 are they're delightful. They're, they're no, they're, they don't harm anything. And uh, so Constantine uh, confronts uh, King Constantine and reveals himself as kin from far away, who's also a user of magic. And he's like, listen, Puka's fine. But there's a demon here. And you and I could team up and get this fucking demon out of here. And he's like, all right, let's go. And King Constantine knocks him out calls him a face stealer and he's going to send him to hell too and right now we're going to go to break what is that i don't know i thought we could do our financial plan online like a robo advisor shouldn't we talk to someone who knows us oh it knows us enter name it doesn't know us robots don't know you We do. So let's talk about your goals before we get started. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, every plan starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. Good dog. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to the rest of this great episode of Legends of Tomorrow, and I think pretty good episode of Gideon, guys. Uh, What else we got going on, Travis? Hey, we are just coming off. We're recording this on on a Sunday evening, which means... uh, well, we were lucky that yesterday was uh, one of the every other Saturdays where Johnny and I get together and record Mystery Titans Theater, which is a show that we do on Twitch. Yes, Twitch, and only Twitch. We tried to go live on YouTube again just because of some technical difficulties, and they shut us down again with Mystery Titans Theater, where we watch old uh, wrestling cards from start to finish from the uh, early 80s. Sometimes we dip into the 70s. Um, and we've, you know, and usually that's what we do. And there, we've done a couple other things along the way, but we always have great guests with us. It's, it's me and, and you, buddy, and usually our buddy Kelly, but a lot that just yesterday we had another great show. As I said, we had a bit of tech difficulties, but by the end we got it all sorted out. Um, with, with Steve Williams is so fucking funny. You guys have got mm-hmm. to follow him on Twitter at not Dr. Death. He's, as I said it yesterday, he's my favorite, favorite guy on wrestling Twitter, uh, just for making me laugh uh and we had a great we watched uh uh january 1985 philadelphia show full of uh a, little, a lot of everything and mm-hmm. it was uh yeah i'm still smiling today 
Um, so look for that. Uh, we go live every other next show is uh, January 20. Uh, oh, it's going to be 28th. We're going to do it on a Friday instead of a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Royal uh, Rumble, baby, because the Royal Rumble's on the 29th. I wonder maybe we'll maybe we'll, we'll still be on Twitch for the Rumble if, if we're not busy. We might as well kind of live watch if you're not up to anything. I might be down for that. Oh, I might have to... a room full of people, but yeah, I don't want to sure. put you on the spot, but yeah, you know what. I, uh, but, anyways, uh, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. Uh, all one word. Uh, give us a subscribe there. But uh, once I, I, I did edit, I put everything t- together today. Uh, uh, I still got to decide what to put on those green screens. That's the only change I need to make, Johnny. Is for these old Philadelphia shows, the backstage interviews. Here's an idea. Of, uh, we always say, uh, even if you're not a wrestling fan, uh, the show uh, will make you laugh. Um, hey, Cindy Lauper is on this one, people. So yeah, those are, yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. Cindy and, and there's there's green screens in some of these backstage interviews in Philadelphia in the '80s, and I always think I always uh, throw the the gauntlet out there for people to come up with ideas for what I should put on these green screens. So that's what I'm gonna do uh, sometime early tomorrow. It should be up soon. Um, yeah, and that's what you'll you'll see on. Uh, still have a uh, we still have a lot of great followers on YouTube. Um, we just can't go live there, but and but I do put the. Uh, finished product up on youtube.com slash c slash jarvis washing machine so go there give us a subscribe and a like all that kind of stuff um otherwise uh, a lot of great shows here on the palm podcast network check those out as well this is the point on the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorite mortal despot vandal savage and see what he's drinking tonight it's time for savage brew oh where's that fucking music we didn't get any, did mm. we? I can't remember how it went. Who cares? I'm back. And uh, today, yes, you you were just your 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 um, your your buddy, your partner in crime, was just talking about the show that you do yesterday, and he had mentioned because of a, a fellow beer drinker, uh, Taro, uh, was in the chat asking about what uh, what young Jarvis was con- imbibing in at the time, and and that this gives me great pleasure. To, I, I wonder why it had taken so long to, uh, at this point, give a shout out to the Driftwood Brewery here in British Columbia and what has become known as the standard uh, Fuck You Up Pale IPA Fat Tug from Driftwood. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's 7% uh, and it's kind of become a meme. Yeah, uh, like uh, there's jokes about fat tugs everywhere. You go to Earl's during happy hour and it's $4 and you spend $28 and stumble out of that place. And, and they 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 had this this one great meme that I can remember off the top of my head. Johan, are yes. you familiar with, with uh, Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope? Yes. And, and, uh, and Alec Guinness... Award-winning uh, uh, character actor playing a character named Obi-Wan Kenobi. Are you familiar? Yes. Right. Well, there's a there's a, a scene in that you you remember this, and people talk say this about Fat Tug, which which is a great tasting beer. But when you go to this restaurant, Earl's, that serves these Fat Tugs for very affordable, and it has a picture of uh, the aforementioned uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it's uh, where it says. When the, the Earl's manager comes and asks you who threw up fat tugs all over, if you knew, if you know who threw up fat tug all over the bathroom sink, and it's just a picture of Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, of course I know him. It's me. 
So the fat tongues are delicious and they will make you silly and goofy and Johan again. Far, 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 far too sophisticated for your infantile palate. Goodbye. I am DB Curious. So first up, trivia? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. As the king passes by with a creature being carried away, John Constantine asks Neron, what kind of creature do you think they're hunting? Neron replies, can't be sure, but I'm guessing it wasn't a rabbit. This reference is Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where after many misadventures come across a killer rabbit and kill this rabbit. Right, I'm seeing this on uh, Arrow fandom as well on the uh, Arrow wiki. That feels like a bit of a reach. But why did he say rabbit? Why does he say rabbit then? If they're who knows? But here's what here's what's distressing. Eight out of eight found that interesting. (laughs) Knee, knee, knee. (laughs) Like click. (laughs) Goose. Well, I already kind of gave this away, but goose. Yep, you're talking about the dragon uh, book, right? The, 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 the egg, dragon right? book states the egg must be kept warm or it'll die. However, the egg was found cased in ice and should already should be, be dead. Dead as a doornail. <laughs> <laughs> it should be as dead as your ex-wife. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, oh man. Low blow. Wow, that's going to send me off. That's going to... That, uh, I was on the road to recovery. <laughs> He Travis, he's not looking good. He is not looking good. He's funny or fucked up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. You did the you did the better thing for the show. For the sake of the show. Two out of three found that interesting. Falling off the wagon. They're goofy. <laughs> no viewer reviews. There were six. None that interesting. People. There was, there was, there was like best episode of the season. And then it was like, this was fucking terrible. And Constantine's cool. Like, okay. But but this one just, I don't know. This one uh, stood out to me. Six out of 10. Decent. From cruise zero one, one, three out of five stars. The episode is decent. Constantine trying to battle out with demonic Ray while Nora and Mona notice strange behavior at the bureau. It's a bit of fun, entertaining and kind of stupid. One out of one found that helpful. Jeez, oh, that was him. That was him. Come on. Man. <laughs> so at the time bureau, uh, Mona's trying to contact the wave rider and she gets caught by uh, Neil McNeil. And uh, she fakes the, the uh, Gary Green is all the man we need and gets away. And Nora grabs her and says, okay, you're right. Something is up. Uh, Nate and Z are with the fucking egg. And, uh, they fuck on the egg this time. That's what they end up. They end up fucking on the egg to keep it warm. So right. you know, we get yeah. the that's a it's an egg. That's fragile. Yeah, I mean, I like like his line. We can still do fun stuff. Like uh, you can imagine, like that's uh, mm. like that. Like that was cute. Like his his that egg is that not going up there. Cute. I'm telling. <laughs> Again, late at night, specific uh, websites. 
right. Sarah Mick. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Uh, Mick comes into Sarah's office and he's apologizing. And then Sarah's all like, yeah, okay, sure. Then Mick starts and another thing. <laughs> and fucking Charlie just trying right. to get him going. Because right. love- she's like, 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 oh, this, I'm surprised. Like, you, you don't uh, have this usual, this bit of reflection. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, was it was just, good. it was yeah. really fun. Um, and Charlie tells him off saying, hey, look, what would Ray, Ray wouldn't be fucking fighting. You figure something out. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, yeah, you're right. So that leads them to then assume that Ray's already figured something out. Let's go search his uh, room for a plan. <laughs> totally. That's a jump in logic, but we got to move this shit along. All right. Yeah. Right. And, and you can think there's like like some level of desperation. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Nora uh, uh, traps Mona in cell. Uh, uh, and she's been uh, Gary Green is all the man we needed to do. And uh, it's a nice tease because at first it looked like she's locking her up for her own safety. And then she turns right. around. And she's like, no, Nora, Gary Green is all the man we need. And I remember the first really time good. I saw it, it took yep. me by surprise. Like, totally. Oh, me shit, too. Like, that was a great twist. Oh, my gosh. That's like an explosive twist. I haven't, I haven't brought that back. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> Not in a while. <laughs> no, that was done uh, really well. Uh, a great performance. Uh, Nora Dark. Uh, I'm on mm-hmm. her best uh, work uh, in the series this mm-hmm. this episode as well. I agree. Um, um, yeah, yeah, Mona. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking Mona. of Mona, when she's like soliloquizing, if that's a word, uh, in the mm-hmm. cell here, and it's not mm-hmm. great. But what is great because she's like, I'm all alone, and the fucking wolfy hand just turns mm-hmm. just the hand and takes over and scratches not alone in the wall mm-hmm. and i loved it i'm like oh that's yeah. i really loved it i thought it was sweet yeah i mean i suppose getting I suppose to it, it getting to it was yeah, painful wasn't the best was that, like for all the good cgi we saw today that the hand wasn't the best it's kind, but it's kind but, of rough yeah yeah but uh but yeah like it's it's i i was happy to see wolfie this episode for the first time mm-hmm. I'll see happy first time yeah. and uh so Ava and Nora are walking. I, I, I started mushing up. This, this, this episode really cuts back and forth great. But for this, I just kind of smush stuff together. Yeah. Um, no so Ava and Nora, they're walking. And when they walk her to Gary, because everyone's been uh, hypnotized. And uh, into the hallway is just full of everyone in trances. And it, it right. looked really cool. And I was like, oh, this looks, it's very suspenseful. And, and they bring her into Gary's room. And, and douchebag Gary here is the best. He's like, Mint, don't mind if I do. This mm. fucking loose tie, like you say. Yeah. And when they cut back to it, he's like telling us, oh, looks here, like you've been a bad girl. And, da, 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 da. and you, they show you the, the, the form and it just says blah, 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 blah. on it. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And so long story short, uh, it, he, he rips open his shirt and gaze into the nipple and the, and the nipple's an got eyeball. a fucking eye i'm like oh yeah it's really uh rainy cronenberg ass. yeah yeah cronenberg are also like yeah kind of um like the old uh evil deads i can see mm-hmm. and she goes turns around and she calls for wolfie now and uh, she turns into fucking wolfie and she's gonna kick the shit out of him and his matt lauer button doesn't work <laughs> I, I haven't heard that. I haven't thought about that thing in a while. Mm-hmm. Matt Lauer, but that oh, that was on purpose. That was on purpose. Yeah. Oh, that was right at this time, man. I that was still so. fresh. No, that was still fresh in people's minds. Say so. If you say douchebag, so. douchebag Gary trying to get away, 
uh, from this uh this woman yeah. and his matt lauer button doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> and uh but we'll wait and see what happens because sarah and mick find the cards to save the timeline game and they have a great scene where so here's what i want to know has has somebody like again among the legend community uh fan base nope. um has someone put together this 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 game no. yet no somebody will somebody has to like if if this if this somebody show should. is worth it waste in in mm. comic cons <laughs> that then somebody's got to put together this episode it seemed to make sense i like it it, it did have a bit of logic where you kind of like it's kind of balderdash like i could do that couldn't i yeah 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 <laughs> i think well somebody could um oh, i thanks. love the card confidence <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes johnny you could you could buddy you could i'm sorry you mean for it to come out like that <laughs> hilarious uh no i did like honestly like when you think about all these all these shows that have any sort of show going back forever like people put this shit together man people figure this stuff out they don't monetize this at all they only yeah uh I don't even know if there's I think, it, I think it would be like a fan fiction type thing. Like this is something that, that uh, somebody could really devote themselves. I mean, to. oh no, you go to T Public and T Public is full of fucking legend shirts. Yeah, right. Uh, that people make. Yeah, only a handful I, I can wear without looking like a real creep or a weirdo because they're like one of the big one of the big sellers is Baby Legends. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if you watch my my. My fat ass walking yeah. around with baby legends yeah, on my shirt. A little shirt. too short, like uh, nope. like Scotty and Boogie Nights. Yeah, exactly. Just the belly hanging out just up. a little bit. Such <laughs> 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 an asshole. Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. My baby legends shirt. But uh, Mick says he's like, man, we're the last of the originals, and they have the the Wild West pick from the really sweet eight. moment, really yeah. sweet moment, really awesome, really kind of acknowledges where the show uh, has got to, and and I is it, this is uh, the last season for Ralph? No, no, next season's the next last no, season. He's, for Ralph. he's there for season four as well. Yeah, well, it does kind of foreshadow that these were the. Only oh no, this season. is season. He's season. He he and Nora leave. A little bit more than halfway through season five. Okay, so that yeah, there you go. It kind of foreshadows. Like somebody must have known that eventually it is going to be these, just uh, these two mm -hmm. uh, the people who are going to stay. I'll tell you who and, didn't know and Brendan Routh yeah, and his wife. And it's really <laughs> no, right, right. Oh yeah, no, no shit, right. <laughs> um, but also it's funny seeing this now, knowing that uh, there there's somebody who's uh, kind of regulated to more uh, kind of guest star as far mm -hmm. as you've yeah you know kind of said it's interesting it's really interesting i mean it, it, like there, there's stuff that they do is like that's intentionally meta and yeah this is meant to be kind of like hey fans like it's pretty cool mm -hmm. and it, this kind of thing ha this is not unique to them right there, there's like fucking how long has Grey's anatomy be, been on <laughs> like, oh it's good well 17 years or something ridiculous shit. amount of time right but there's a couple of them who have kind of been on and kind of like you know i'm sure there's moments like this where we've really been through a lot haven't we and that's kind of what this was right and, and, and they've earned it right mm -hmm. it felt like a real moment and i thought it was really nice and he apologizes uh she apologizes first says look i, I know how important your book thing is for you i'm glad you got to do that and, he says, I'm glad you have Ava. And uh, but then he finds Ray's survival guide. 
And they're like, all right, an avalanche is in there. He goes, of course it is. He's always prepared. He was an Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm. But they look and they tried everything on his list, except the last one is like, listen, you still have each other. Enjoy that as long as it lasts or something like that. Yeah. So Constantine is chained up with the Puka. And uh, Nire pops by and he's like, oh, yeah, that, that went well, huh? Just uh, very funny. And uh, he, start talk- he starts talking about all the folks in hell waiting for Constantine, like Tabitha. And finally, Constantine is like, so who is this bird, Tabitha? Awesome. And, and, and Nire's like, you don't even know their names, do you? You don't even care when you, when you send them to hell, do you? In a way that makes you sort of feel for Neron a right, little bit right, here. You're like, right. all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Constantine's like, listen, I'm not scared of hell. I always knew I'd end up there. He's like, yeah, well, what about the puka here? He's like, well, I guess I'm a bastard. And uh, somewhere in all of this, I don't know if they skip it or I missed it. Somewhere in all this, there's, I'm going to convince you to stabilize the portal that King Constantine is going to make with the power of a swinging jazz music. Right, we get, right. uh, I'm like, wait, okay, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> the master of the tut tut sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, but it didn't matter, right? It didn't because, matter. It, it yeah, really didn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of which, that's what he's doing. He's opening it up and the crowd is screaming to hell. And Constantine and the Puka are being drawn in and Constantine realizes he can't sacrifice the Puka and he casts a spell and stabilizes the rift and then goes, go run! And very easily removes the chain around the Puka. The, chain, the, the Puka could have released his own chain. Seems like it quite it, easily. Quite easily. Quite easily. <laughs> yeah. The puka, the puka, the way we've really been talking about, like, he uh, releases the puka and confiscates the puka. Mm. This sounds like some sort of uh, the way narcs talk to each other. <laughs> Release the puka. <laughs> puka has been obtained. We've obtained the puka. Uh, who the fuck put this loose chain around that puka? It got away. Uh, so Constantine has a sword fight and cuts off his uh, an- uh, his uh, um, ancestor's hand, and uh, his people just like take him away, and that's the last we see of him. And uh, Constantine and Neron start having a sword fight, but on the wave rider, Sarah's like, "Fuck it, we're gonna throw a party, turn the heat up." Just make some cocoa. If we're gonna fucking die, we're not gonna fucking die uh, miserable. And they put—they're playing the game, and this is great. I love this scene. They're playing cards to take, save the time. They're bringing up old adventures. Um, a number of them. Z and Nate uh, reveal that they're banging. And uh, one of the things they bring up is this: uh, like, you're trapped in a trash compactor in an homage to Star Wars. What do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Uh, then. A team member goes dark. What do you do? And Sarah's like, "All right, let me see the cards." And she's like, "Musical number, nah." Uh, yeah. Par- party, party sneak. Oh, I love a good party sneak, but not not this time. Yeah. And the winner is, "Don't give up. You're a family." Yeah. That and, is really good. The way that one's revealed, and everyone's like, kind of like, "Fuck, ouch." Yep. It's pretty great. It's really. Tra- it's Charlie. She won. She's like, "I won, yeah. right?" Yeah. Yeah. This is what I mean. Like she's having such a good time in this episode. Mm-hmm. She, she's a, getting to play this character rather than Amaya. 
Yeah. And being able to have whenever this character is having fun, like at the wrestling show one or right. anywhere where she's having fun, she's delightful. Yeah. She's, yeah. The I, I love her. It just fits her so well. And, and she's got a smile that lights up the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. They know what they're doing. So, but all this heat has melted the ice a little bit. And they're like, shit, we could get out of here. So the party actually saved them. And it was kind of Ray's idea, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's teamwork time and they have to do a bunch of shit to get free. And this is when they do this uh, never tell me the odds Gideon yeah. line. Awesome. It awesome. Uh, busts free through the ice. It's all great. It, it's super yeah. fun. Yeah. Now, Constantine, he's about to kill Neron, but the wave rider shows up and they get on the the uh, the comms like hey don't give up and Mick says don't give up on haircut you know he's been convinced so Constantine's like all right and he decides to send himself to hell to save Ray and the CGI I mean it is what it is I think it looks kind of cool when he's like disintegrating into hell but, oh uh, big time yeah yeah, yeah 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 in terms of TV and for this like I said full on camp that's it's wonderful yeah I didn't watch a lot of Buffy but this felt Buffyish to me big time it, man this is what I'm saying like this. This show at its best. If you if you're gonna pitch um um Legends of Tomorrow to someone who wouldn't be interested but has like interest in somebody who would take the time to watch these shows, I would say Star Trek Next Generation at its best. Star Trek's Next Generation meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's mm. the way you're gonna you're really gonna cut, try to pitch it to someone. Well, shares a lot of the f- same fan base. Yeah, uh, especially current legends. Current Legends fan base would have been the core Buffy fan base 20 years ago. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. yeah. But it does have that kind of like this had a, a that little kind of that sophistication of of like adding the the kind of lore, really building mm-hmm. to um the, the 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 deeper stories and things like that. Not afraid to to like it shows like somebody who understands it's not somebody's like okay now we're gonna put them in uh, the, the, when the knights are and dragons mm-hmm. all around you know it's just somebody that that puts uh work into it and, and thought into it i feel like we we've barely talked about constantine playing uh, uh matt ryan playing both these parts he was great awesome, both. Yeah. awesome as, again like it is it's old hat by now but yeah great i mean it, i mean yeah like I usually always am like gushing about Matt Ryan and it feels like it was like, you know, like it's, it's just understood. Yeah. Just at this expected. Point. Expected. Yeah. He's so good. You know what else is fucking great? Cause I remember when I first saw this, when it originally aired and Tabitha comes out of that goddamn portal and it's the goddamn fairy godmother. They got me. I did not see it coming. Me neither. At all. I- I know, you, I know you popped huge because you. Gotta, oh, I popped. You oh, well, you should see the first time I saw this. Yeah, I popped out of my chair. Fuck yeah! And I then I went. You got on all your dear John message boards and yep. told everybody that. I can believe it. Jane Carr's back, man. <laughs> and then I and then I typed uh, and then I typed and Brendan Ralph got to fucking make yeah, out with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big An fucking kiss with Ray. Kiss. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then to a great spinning shot of the team going like, fairy godmother, ugh, more singing. Is that tongue? And it's, those spin shots are hit and miss. It works perfectly here. I agree. It's yeah. in, because it went like, 
boy shit was really serious it still is but this just took a a turn for the absurd which is much like funny justice league comics of the 80s right. and 90s and like oh it, it all worked it's, right it's so much fun and it's not just like like ah like we're doing something silly at the end yes it's silly but it's also like we know that she's fucking powerful as fuck yeah and, yeah it's so it's serious like really good stuff and then, then we get yeah and we get the reveal when he says, come on, let's find you a new host. All this time, this host for Tabitha thing, we've assumed was a demon taking over. No, Tabitha, the fairy godfather, needs a host. She needs someone to you know, be right. the little girl uh, right. from uh, season two. Seen, like, shit. Right. And, and what it, felt like another innocuous. And yeah, it's great because it feels like an innocuous kind of throwaway. Another, okay, here's another set piece. This one's in fairy tale land. Like um we'll never hear about it again kind of thing just like another one of the westerns or the shoguns or whatever kind of thing but mm -hmm. no no you should have been paying attention like that 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 lady uh that lady that's and that's 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 uh that's good stuff man yep, she's one of the big bads you know her and neuron are a team and i literally typed aha yes i get it now you know every time i'm like yeah that's so great um, right. wolfie let's come back to wolfie because wolfie telling ava Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. Wolfie cures Ava and Nora by giving her the double noggin knocker. Boom! Right in the middle of the Oh, uh, yeah. That was the biggest kind of cringe. That was kind of like, really? What are we, the Flintstones here? Yes! Come on. Yes! Come on. Yes! Come Look, on. Yes. That's how you change Fred Flintstone. A minor setback. Even Nora was like, what? What? <laughs> I buy it 100%. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know that like that's seen, a, like, I mean, like that felt like a misstep like that uh, just like such an easy thing, that was Stooges kind of that was Stooges genius totally. loved it loved it hey listen I, knuckleheads I, bonk. I, oh hey that, that, look I've that Mo Mo made that work he I got them to focus for decades yeah I will I will show you the Stooges <laughs> so she says Wolfie's like Oh, he used his nipple to hypnotize us, tried to do it to me, uh, to uh, Mona. And uh, Ava then immediately figures out the entire plot. It's super fun. She's like, wait a minute. So that means, and then rattles off the entire plot. Right, and looks right. at Gary and goes, yeah. And it's, it, I mean, if you're going to wrap everything up and move on to the end, it all happened in one line there. It's yeah. really fun because mm -hmm. she's a genius. And uh <laughs> Then Tamina, oh, did I say Tamina? Wolfie, Wolfie has her moment when she says, you will do no more harm with your nipple and bites off Hilarious. his fucking nipple. Yeah. I wish they would have made it more uh, graphic and made it known for sure that she had it. Like, cause it seemed like oh, the sound had, effects, the sound effects made it sure. Yeah, it looks like, like, uh, and I've read for sure here on the, on the, on the arrow wiki uh, that, uh, yeah, the, the nipple was, this is the second time. That Gary's nipple has been removed. At first mm -hmm. was the unicorn. This is the second time is Wolfie. Um, but I wish they would have kind of made it known, like for sure she's got it. She got that thing off of him. Like she I would have liked to have seen the eyeball in her in her mouth or something and just oh, it squishes it. And uh then she throws it through a fucking wall. Boom. And that's when Fairy Godmother and Neuron show up. Uh and uh neuron take, takes the opportunity uh, this is perfect gary's like save me and she's like uh -huh, as you wish he right. asked so now gary is um quote unquote controlling the fairy godmother which is 
super fun leading into remember you mentioned you felt like gary made a heel turn right out of nowhere um this is redemption arc and it's super fun uh into next episode cool. yeah we've got two episodes left this season right mm-hmm. so right. ava ports the wave rider they do this great team assessing what the situation is here's what we're dealing with like it's neuron and the fairy godmother uh Constantine is in hell looking for Ray, and we got to do this, 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 this. Let's go. And it's great because it's like literally summing up everything to get to the fucking end. And, and it's on now. Like no more two, no, no more surprises, but maybe one or two. Constantine falls into the hell dumpster. I love that when people fall into hell, they literally land in a dumpster because yeah. your soul is, yeah. is garbage. That's pretty awesome. Nora's way into it at this point. She's like, that's what hell's like. It's like Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the wire. He's walked into the wire. Because <laughs> I, I love their depiction of hell. What would it be like? You know, there's there's a lot of souls there. There's like worn out hookers and homeless and 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 uh Constantine says bloody hell, but in the distance you see the tower, and that's where you know right. the, and that's the enough. rulers that's of enough. hell look. Yeah, and it's fucking great. And yeah. boy. I this one is every time it surprised me they pull it off it's and I say not, they, yeah it's not like it's not like the, the the usually the ones we like the best are like the the full set pieces where they're in one thing uh for the but this is a little bit of everything and and I would say more often than not in the past when they've tried to uh, even the previous episode uh, mm-hmm. Egg McGuffin when they've tried to to really kind of juggle things they kind of drop it but with this i thought this was tight and it really shows that they're heading to the the home stretch in a season finale it feels like it's in reach now mm-hmm. um and it's really upping the uh, like i said that explosive twist was like one we hadn't seen in a while um i was starting to like uh, dude there was kind of a bit of a sag there where i was kind of like all right we gotta we gotta get to the end of this now i'm now i'm excited to get like I said, they stumble in the middle here, and, uh, and I mean they don't like they don't stick the landing perfectly, uh, uh, but they really, like I said, they ha- they changed story course in the middle of the season, right? And had to get to where they needed to get to, and this episode really, I thought, really served as the one to tie it all together. Yeah, all right, here's where we're at track. now, yeah, and we're, we're on track, we're going we're on, on track. Yeah, we're yeah. back on track. Here's where we're at now. Let's get to the end, and uh, and it's super fun. And this has been super fun, Travis. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, you too, man. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to tune into all the other great shows on the Puam Podcast Network, and we'll talk to you next time. Adios. Yeah,